Hey Vestie, let's talk about being skinny. Specifically, the economics of being skinny, the hypocrisy of the mainstream narrative surrounding being skinny, and how being skinny as a woman is the ultimate manifestation to get what you want in life. The theme is don't get mad, get paid. As a disclaimer, we will be talking about food, weight, and topics surrounding those things. So if that's not your vibe today, feel free to catch us on the next episode. This class is not to shame you for being not skinny or to shame you into being skinny. It's just exploring the ways in which being skinny as a woman is the ultimate manifestation. This class is to arm all of us with the tools to navigate being a woman in a world where our primary value factor in many markets, the dating market, the career market, the business market, the friendship market is largely influenced by our appearance. That's it. So if this isn't your vibe, this isn't your vibe, okay? Let's get into it. The vibe is don't get mad, get paid. A lot of things in this video will want to make you mad, but don't get mad, okay? Get paid. We are done with being miserable. We are done with depressing ourselves with the facts of life about how we are subjugated in whatever systems we live in. We're done with that part. We've been through it. We are now in the point that we want to get paid. This episode was inspired by the Economist article entitled The Economics of Thinness. It is economically rational for ambitious women to try as hard as possible to be thin. The article reads, the wage premium for getting a master's degree is only 1.8 times the premium a fat woman could, in theory, earn by losing around 65 pounds. Okay. Basically, from a purely financial standpoint, an obese woman is much better off losing the weight to get to a normal weight than getting a master's degree. And the article did mention that it didn't even take into account the women who were not hired, period, because of their weight. These effects that they mentioned, like losing weight and then earning a wage premium, this does not apply to men. They only found these stark effects in women. I don't want to put like academic literature and this and that on a pedestal because I've been in that world and we shouldn't really blindly trust them. That just shows how differently our appearance as women is perceived versus men. It's our primary value factor and we need to wake up and realize that we are treated differently. Some people say, it's double standards, it's double standards. It's less double standards and it's more sexual dimorphism. And sexual dimorphism is basically how the sexes evolve to be different from each other. So the things that make a woman desirable may not be the exact same things that make a man desirable. So a lot of people like to get mad about that. That's double standards. It's not. It's not not double standards, it's sexual dimorphism. The moment you realize that you can get paid from the knowledge that you have instead of getting mad about it is the moment that you start profiting from the systems designed to subjugate you. And a lot of people get upset by that, like, why is it up to us? Why is it up to us? Okay, do nothing. Keep doing the things that are not making you profit from whatever system you live under. The moment you decide that you don't want to be mad anymore, come back. I'm done with seeing miserable women online trying to make other women miserable like they are. Okay, it's over. We're done. It's hard to talk about these things without getting in our feelings, but this is a place of support and encouragement. This video, like I said, is not to tell you to be skinny. It's just exposing how the world interacts with us. And the more you know about it, the more you can learn how to get paid from it. Moving around the world as women, most of us have felt this pressure to be skinny, especially if you live in a culture where weight is just an everyday topic and you gain like a pound, you lose a pound people tell you about it and there's always a positive connotation with losing weight like oh you look so good because you lost weight weight is just an everyday topic i'm from one of those cultures 
you grow up with this perception that being skinny is the ideal and if you're not skinny you're less worthy you're less this you're less that we were told these messages in different formats and we could have been told in a better way let's be real and this class is the better way to tell you it's not a place of judgment it's not a place of putting you down because you don't fit the ideal it's just exposing the world around you and one thing too i'd like to clarify is that some women decide to opt out and good for them because the goals that they have don't necessarily need the perception and the validation of people who are in positions of power in the patriarchy and capitalism i.e men employers and the like so some women don't have goals that require the approval of people in those systems so good for you but a lot of us regular 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 civilian women a lot of us have to play into these systems so that we can profit so there is an opting out option and a lot of women take it but this is for the women who want the things that patriarchy and capitalism brings and those desires are valid even though people tell us that we're brainwashed for wanting them no desire comes from nothing so even your lack of desire for all these things that are brought about by capitalism patriarchy even your lack of desires for those things came from something nothing comes from nothing women's desires surrounding marriage and children or having a soft luxury life they are all valid i'm so done with women thinking that desires that are different from theirs are inferior simply by virtue of being different from theirs okay we're done with that we're done back to the topic as we move around the world we become aware of this paradox that the smaller we are the more we are allowed to take space that's the paradox because being skinny fits the beauty standard whoever fits the beauty standard gets preferential treatment if you've ever been not skinny and then you became skinny you can tell the difference in how people treat you and it is kind of disgusting to be honest it's disgusting how do i know that because i've been there even like your very close friends and family treat you very differently at different weights and one thing you need to realize is we're all human and maybe you do this too you don't know but coming at it from the person who lost all that weight and then you suddenly you start getting positive treatment from others you're like okay that's interesting and instead of getting mad or sad about it you can get paid now you know you got firsthand experience in how people are so predictable we're gonna get into that and how that ties into how being skinny is the ultimate manifestation because people are predictable so now that you know people are predictable you can use that knowledge to benefit yourself a lot of us girlies when you go from non-skinny to being skinny you go from invisible to visible you get better treatment at the stores you get discounts you get stuff for free you get invited to parties you become popular you make a lot of new friends in a perfect world we'd all be treated equally but the world is not perfect we live in a world where it is driven by people's own selfish desires why is it that people who are generally selfish and want to further their own desires how come they love giving pretty skinny people preferential treatment people who fit the beauty standard because people who fit the beauty standard give them benefits remember in the how to get princess treatment class we talked about how to make other feel royal and that's how you're gonna get princess treatment fitting the beauty standard makes other people feel royal that in itself is value that is clout 
that is social capital, being able to say even to themselves that they're friends with you, it elevates their perception of themselves. They themselves feel royal and you get princess treatment that way. See, like everything ties in. As young girls growing up to be women, we know this to be true that our appearance is very critically perceived in society. It is also important to note that beauty standards change across time and geography. And you know what I always say, go where you thrive, go where you are valued. And sometimes if you don't fit the beauty standard now, you will in the future. Don't get mad, get paid. It is important to note that the effects of fitting the beauty standard affects women more so than men. This is because women's appearance is more harshly criticized, analyzed, perceived by society. Dad bods are all the rage, yet mom bods aren't a thing. Mom bods are not aspirational. Mom bods aren't sexy. They're not cute. Like only dad bods are. Another example is when a man's greatest fear when going on a first date is the woman shows up fat. But women's greatest fear when going on a first date is that they go missing. So yeah, fun times. Don't get mad, get paid. You're gonna hear that phrase a lot because a lot of things I'm gonna say are gonna make you mad because they point out the specific burdens that we women bear in society and in relationships with people. This is not to say that men don't bear their own specific burdens, but this is the spoiled girly support group. We only talk about spoiled girly things. Make your own support group. I'm so done with people coming into our spaces and then bringing up their issues like, Half of the internet is your support group, okay? Go there. Back to the topic, let's talk about the ways in which we have been and are still being policed from using this free game to benefit ourselves. Similar to how the gold diggers are policed from profiting from the patriarchy, women in general are policed from doing anything to profit from the patriarchy and capitalism by wanting to fit into contemporary beauty standards. And this policing most often takes the form of self-policing, when we feel that we are too vain or superficial for wanting to look a certain way. When we tell ourselves and other women that we work out to feel healthy, to feel strong, when the specter of the skinny ideal looms in the background. Not to say that we don't do that, we don't work out to feel healthy or strong, it's just that we don't say that we do this to be skinny too. We feel that it's not socially acceptable to say that I am doing all of these things to fit the skinny beauty ideal so that I can profit from the systems that are built to subjugate me. Because apparently that's a little too self-aware. The 2010s girl boss feminism era and other feminist movements have told smart women that we are above subscribing to the beauty standards. F your beauty standards, body positivity, healthy at every size. We don't like to talk about this stuff because it is a sensitive topic, but how can we welcome more women into the winner's table when we exclude such an important conversation, such an important factor in winning the game of life? How can we gloss over something that is literally in our face? You know the emperor with no clothes? I'm gonna be that little kid to point out that the emperor has no clothes. We can't keep going like this. We can't keep pretending that things are not as they are. Our success in life, especially if we are not of outlier talent, skills, abilities, wealth, it's largely determined by our appearance. As women, this is our condition of life. Whenever I talk about getting instant respect when you walk into a room as a fit person who looks like they go to the gym, eat healthy, practice these healthy habits, people love to comment, What about Lizzo? What about Lizzo? Okay, we're not gonna get into her controversy right now because I'm not in the mood. What about Lizzo? Are you Lizzo? Do you have the same exact talents at the same level as Lizzo? Are you as rich as Lizzo? Okay, you're not Lizzo. You are a regular civilian. So why do you think what applies to Lizzo applies to you? A lot of us are not the exception. We are the rule. And unless you get to be the exception, you need to follow the rules or at least take them into account and see how you can cheat. 
Here's a quote from the Economist article that really resonated with me. The psychological parasite of the ideal woman has evolved to survive in an ecosystem that pretends to resist her. Basically, we all have this idea of the ideal woman and she's generally pretty and skinny and popular and this and that. And in a lot of the ways that we try to improve ourselves, she is in the background. We are doing our best to become her, but we mask this desire as pursuing other things. We talk about wanting to be strong and healthy instead of saying that we just want to be skinny to fit the beauty ideal. And for a lot of us, that may be true, but for a lot of us who are masking that desire to be skinny to fit the beauty ideal, to finally be seen, to finally be perceived, to finally profit from the systems we are living in, it causes a lot of harm. And let me tell you a story. In the mid-2010s, hey, day of fitness YouTubers, think Whitney Simmons, Nikki Blackadder, Grace Fit UK, Buff Bunny, Alphalete, Gymshark, that era, the narrative is to be a strong, strong friend. Not to say that all of those creators I listed pushed this narrative, but this was the vibe, okay? The vibe was, we are working out to be strong, not like the other girls who just work out to be skinny. The other women's goals of just being skinny to fit the beauty standard, because it is different from theirs, it is therefore deemed as less worthy. So I was watching the Little Women movie and one of the characters said that to her sister. Just because my goals are different from yours doesn't mean they're less important or something like that. And I really love that because for a lot of us women to validate our own desires, we need to put down other women's desires. The vibe was that we were working out to be strong. We're not like other girls who are just there to look good. When I feel good, I look good. But then the camera angles say otherwise. The body checking say otherwise. Everything else says otherwise. Otherwise. So why are we lying to ourselves? Like just say it. I want us to normalize being able to tell our girlfriends that I'm doing this so I can look good. That's it. There doesn't have to be an underlying reason why, oh my gut health, my this, my that. You know why we should add being skinny and fitting the beauty standard as one of the reasons why we're working out? You know why? Because it is such a feminine desire to fit the beauty standard, to fit the ideal, because our appearance does influence our lives so heavily. Our appearance is our primary value factor in many of the markets that we engage in as women. So why is it frivolous? Why is it embarrassing to say that we just want to fit that so we can lead an easier life? Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. We are also trying to fit the beauty ideal so that we can profit from the systems built to subjugate us. And it's okay to say that. Like, I'm so done with like not being able to say that. This narrative that our desires are frivolous, our desires to fit the beauty standard so that we can profit from these systems is turning us into these people who say, I'm not like other girls who only do glute workouts with bands so it doesn't even do anything. I'm not like other girls who only use cardio machines. I'm not like other girls who only go to the gym to look cute with like a full face of makeup. Ugh, we're not here to be cute. We're here to do work. And my favorite, I love letting guys pick their weights first and then I pick a heavier one. Like, let us live. This narrative that like, we have to beat men at the gym too. Ooh, moving into men's spaces because men's spaces are superior and that's why we should go in there and dominate. We should lift heavier than them. We should be doing the same exact workout split as them because look at them, they have big muscles. We have to get big muscles too. Okay, you know what that got me too? Hormonal imbalance. Because apparently you're not supposed to be working that hard all the time throughout the month. Like I have been practicing cycle syncing for like a year now and I love it. Cycle syncing is when you schedule your workouts according to your 
cycle throughout the month so for example certain times of the month you have high energy so you reserve your high energy workouts during that week and then when you're low energy you do your low impact or you just rest you do nothing or you walk or something and change my life once you realize that you're not a man you remove that need to compete with men life just gets so much better it works for career business relationships and now fitness i love that we're all waking up together bestie wake up back to the topic being policed into creating other reasons why we want to look a certain way and that certain way being fitting into the beauty standard not only did it lead to a lot of injuries for a lot of us women physically it also injured how we perceive our own desires as if our desires are bad or frivolous or god forbid not feminist enough because they didn't align with the narrative of the week as if our desires were not good enough that we have to come up with like 10 different other reasons why we want to look the way we do other than saying that i just want to be skinny i just want to fit the ideal i just want to profit in systems meant to subjugate me we're done like we're too self-aware we have the language now okay not being able to say that you just want to be skinny not being able to say that is still a manifestation of how women's desires are seen as frivolous by society because we were policed by other women around us and that led us to policing our own selves policing our own thoughts so even this one desire to be skinny to fit the beauty ideal is seen as frivolous think of all the other desires that women have that are seen as frivolous by society i know you're starting to get mad don't okay figure out how to get paid now that we have established that our appearance specifically our skinny appearance is crucial to profiting from capitalism and the patriarchy in the form of securing the best mates and the best income producing opportunities let's talk about how we get paid from that knowledge in the west especially in the united states obesity has become a feature of poverty and they attribute it to the lack of time education and access to exercise and healthy meals our weights have become a class signal and this brings us to why being skinny is the ultimate manifestation to get what you want in life especially if you want a materially rich life if you fit the body type of your rich self the rest will follow because being skinny is the inconspicuous signal for the people who will be in your rich life and we learned in the past class that people bring your destiny so if you want to manifest a rich life you need to attract the people who will populate your rich life you define what a rich life is to you in the most basic terms yes money is a factor in a rich life but we also learned in the last class that your dream life basically involves fulfilling everything in the maslow's hierarchy of needs except the capstone let's talk about inconspicuous signaling inconspicuous signals are not obvious they are the if you know you know think stealth wealth quiet luxury emily mariko core if you still want to make friends and access opportunities brought about by people you need to be able to attract your people you want to be able to signal your values and status to people who share them and that is done by engaging in inconspicuous signaling you look at their physique you ask them where they shop for groceries where they gym what they like to do for fun where they like to do the things that they do for fun which farmers market is their favorite the answers to these things are all inconspicuous signals they communicate cultural knowledge and freedom of resources and time if someone dedicates their resources and time to things that don't produce direct income it means that they have an abundance of those things inconspicuous signals unlike material items such as designer bags car whatever they are less easily faked because anyone can walk into a store and buy a luxury item but not everyone can spend months or years of time and resources on things 
means that don't yield direct income. So why do I tell you about inconspicuous signaling? It's because being skinny is the inconspicuous signal of high income, high cultural capital, and high resource and time freedom individuals. So if you want to be a person who has all of that, embodying the inconspicuous signal of that person who has all of that is the ultimate manifestation. You literally become the person you will be right now. You become her and everything else will follow. Once you create her, become her, you will see that it is so much easier to reach your goals by embodying your future self before the future even gets here. You can situate yourself now and entrench yourself in your future life so that when it does get here, you're already ready. Where have you been? I've been waiting for you. That's the vibe. No, you don't have to be outlier super skinny. You know your body well and you know when life gets easier, people start treating you a little better that you've done enough. Yes, you will experience the initial disappointment, the initial sadness, that people could have treated you this good before but they chose not to. That's a big disappointment coming your way. But you need to remind yourself that people are human, okay? They are predictable. We are predictable. And that's a good thing. Once you find a strategy that works, you can keep getting paid using that strategy because people are predictable. Now get that bag, bestie.